0: Delivering local news, sports, and information from north-central Iowa to the world. 98.9 FM, KQCR, Parkersburg, and at RadioOnTheGo.com.
1: The following is a
2: production of Radio On The Go Sports. Find
3: everything all right? Yeah. All right, clean up on aisle four.
2: Clean up on aisle five.
4: Clean
5: up! Did you find everything okay? Yes, we did. Oh, good. <laughs> Price check on Honeydew. Seven
4: days a week. Whipped cream on aisle ten. KQCR
6: ninety eight point nine FM proudly presents the Brothers Market Basketball Coaches Corner. Along with our segment supporters, KQCR welcomes Brothers Market of Parkersburg and Grundy Center as our title sponsor for the weekly conversation with our local high school basketball coaches. When you need game day groceries or food for every day, shop Brothers Market, open seven days a week. Here on KQCR this morning, talk with six area coaches about their team, their players, past games, and future opponents. It's a cart full of basketball meat and produce. The Brothers Market Basketball Coaches Corner, coming down the aisle to you, next on 98.9 FM and the KQCR stream through RadioOnTheGo.com.
2: Welcome to this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm John Mowinkle. On today's program, we talk to area girls basketball coaches. But before we do that, let's run through the scores from Friday night. First of all, in girls basketball, as aired on 98.9 KQCR. Number 14-1A, AGWSR beat Grundy Center, 55-34. Number 12-2A, Applington Parkersburg beat Wapsie Valley, 63-34. Clarksville fell to Riceville 49 to 12. Number 1 and 2A Dyke New Hartford beat Hudson 72 29. Humboldt beat Hampton DuMont Cal 48 33 as aired on 104.9 KLMJ. Algona beat Iowa Falls Alden 63 60. South Harden beat East Marshall 66 39. And number eight and one A West Fork beat San Ansgar, 50 31. Boys basketball as aired on KQCR. Number eight and two A Grundy Center beat AGWSR 72 19. Number two and two A Applington Parkersburg beat number eight and one A Wapsie Valley eighty to sixty four. Clarksville beat Riceville fifty eight to forty seven. Hudson defeated Dyke New Hartford eighty to sixty six. Humboldt beat Hampton New Cal ninety two to eighty three as aired on one o four point nine K L M J. Iowa Falls Holden beat Algona sixty seven to sixty four. South Harden beat East Marshall eighty seven to eighty and West Fork beat Saint Ansgar, fifty two to forty two. Find girls wrestling results from. Yesterday's state qualifying meets at RadioOnTheGo.com. With that, we'll take our first time out, and we'll get to the girls' basketball coaches from around the broadcast area next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show.
6: Brothers Markets in Grundy Center and Parkersburg have great specials every week, including those app specials. When you show the mobile app at checkout, you get extra deals upon the regular deals. That includes Best Choice Cinnamon Rolls for just $0.99 cents when you show you have the app. Also, Old Orchard Apple Juice, just $0.99 cents when you show the app. And another app deal, Quaker Granola Bars for $1.99 when you show the mobile app at checkout on your smartphone or tablet. So get your grocery shopping going and pay less at Brothers Market. Grundy Center on Highway 175, or in Parkersburg on Highway 57, Brothers Market,
2: where they treat you like family. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by Applington Parkersburg Head Girls Basketball Coach Brady Driscoll, as his team is uh, off to, uh, obviously, a fantastic start to the season, up to number 12 here in Class 2A. A couple games to talk about this week. Let's go back to the game at gladbrook Rhinebeck on Tuesday night. You win at 61-26, to but the final score definitely not indicative of how close this ended up being. Uh, especially early on close first quarter, but then you open it up there in the second quarter, holding them to just two points. Um, Can you go back to that night and kind of break that one down and how your team was able to come out on top in this one?
3: Yeah. I mean, they have a good player in uh, Cooley. Um, She's a player that can do it from inside and out. Um, Good on the glass for them. Uh, So she, she had uh, maybe seven of their first seven points got going early uh, and then gotten a little bit a little bit of foul trouble. I think she ended up with two in the first half, so she sat some of that second quarter, and that's kind of when we made that run. Um, and I think, again, the, I think our, our press just kind of wore them down um, throughout the course of the game, and by the second half, for sure, it was um, getting getting away from them a little bit, and that's when we kind of just put the clamps on defensively. Um, and I think the second half, they might have only scored like, 14 or, or, or less points, 15 or so points. Um, so defensively, we really stepped up. Um, rebounded better in the second half and got out and ran and kept the, kept the uh, pressure on and, and was, we were able to come out and, and, um, and pull away in the end of that one. And Kendall came out too. Kendall got herself into foul trouble early in, in the first half. Um, and then I think the second half, she hit four threes, maybe came out hitting two in a row. So that definitely helps too.
2: (laughs) And then on Friday night it was a sixty three to thirty four win over Wapsie Valley. Kind of kind of an opposite story. It looks like in this one. Uh you lead it big after the first quarter. Uh never look back. Thirty one fourteen at halftime, so you're sitting in pretty good shape, uh, pretty early on. Uh what's what's the story with this one?
3: Yeah, you know, um got out to a, a good sized lead, like you said. Um, but I think our our turnover numbers were were too high. I think unofficially ended with 17 or so, which obviously needs to be brought way down. Um, and, and Peyton Closter stepped up for us tonight too. She had, she had 15, um, probably took and made her only three point shot on the year. So she was, she was happy about that. Um, but she's very capable of doing that. We've seen it in practice. So I tell her, if you got an open shot, shoot it. So, um, she had a good night for us and all of our kids really stepped up and, and had a good night. Um, you know, on the offense and defensive end, got out and ran a little bit too. So um, I don't have any numbers for you for that one other than Peyton had 15. And I think uh, Kendall had a few threes in the first quarter. I know we we shot pretty well in the first half. Um, Ellen had four threes in the first half. Kendall had two. Um, so it was, it was a good night for us um, overall, except the turnover numbers were a little too high. Uh, and offensive rebound numbers, I think, crept up there too. But Waps is a, a very good rebounding team. Um, but we just got to find a body and make sure that one shot's all they get, and and get it and get out and run and transition. So, uh, not a bad, not a bad night. Um, still things to work on, things that we can control. So we'll, you um, we know, we don't have a lot of time to work on it either. We got a lot of games coming up and not a lot of practice dates. So we'll have to figure it out on the fly for sure.
2: Yeah. Uh, so did Peyton end up? Was she? Did she end up being the leading scorer then, or was there? Someone um, else.
3: Either her or Ellen. I can't remember if Ellen had sixteen or fourteen, but Peyton for sure had 15s. So I, I I think Ellen had sixteen, um, but but Peyton was up there for sure, at least the second leading scorer. So um, it was a good night for her for sure.
2: Yeah, well, so and on that note, uh, she she had obviously a great night here against Wapsi, and then if I remember right, back at the Gr game, she had uh, ten points as well. So she is not a player that. Get, has gotten into double figures too often this season, but all of a sudden here at the end of the season, you know, you have a bench player uh, starting to do that with Peyton. Uh, can you just talk about what you, you yeah. kind of seen from her here these last couple of weeks come off bench?
3: Yeah, no, she's, she's got a, a good first step when she catches it. She's not so much a, a back to the basket type of post, but more of one that will turn and face up and then try to beat you off the dribble. Um, but she also has a very good mid range. And now we've learned a little bit of a three point shot too, where she can step into it and get her feet set. She can, she can knock them down. Um, I'd say a, the majority of her points are coming on, um, you know, eight feet and out 10 feet and out little jumpers that they're not, they're not overly an easy shot. Um, and then tonight actually too, she took, got a steal at half court or even the opposite 10 foot line and took it coast to coast and finished through a little bit of contact. Um, so she's, she's improving rapidly, um, which only makes us deeper and, and better. You know, we play a lot of kids and have a lot of confidence in a lot of the kids and she's just another one that's stepping up and. I mean, double digits off the bench for two nights in a row or two games in a row, I should say, is not something you see very often, but um, we'll take it.
2: One of the things that I've noticed uh, about your team here the last couple weeks and just preparing for the broadcasts and then seeing how things play out at the game. uh, It seems like you guys have a knack for forcing teams into uh, way more than their average number of turnovers. I know that was apparent at the GR game, especially due to your guys' press. Uh, What do you think it is about your team and some of your keys to that have been here lately?
3: Yeah, you know, the, the press I think wears on people. But then I think I think what a big part of it is that might not get brought up too much or, or thought of too much is, you know, we play eleven kids every night, um, at least eleven kids every night that are in the rotation, which, you know, that can be that's a lot of fresh legs getting in and out and in and out. When other teams might sub, you know, seven, eight, maybe nine deep, but we got a lot of kids and a lot of athletes on the bench too that'll come in and really speed up the game. And so when some teams sub in and there might be a little dip in productive um productivity, when we sub in, it's almost a step up because we have fresh legs and other teams are they're a little worn from the first group going against our first group. And then we, you know, bring in four kids at a time off the bench and here you guys go. And they definitely don't play any slower than our first group. They might even play faster. Um, so it, it might be uh, one of those things where we just wear and tear and wear and tear and then in the second half just really put it on them. And then in the fourth quarter, you know, um, that's when it really turns up is – our fresh legs and, and they're more, more tired legs. Um, so I think that that has a, something to do with it. in the press too, we have pretty good instincts and know where to be and, and have take chances and having Kennedy Lynn on the back end of the press too. Um, she's tough to score on and she's going to get a deflection. Uh, most of the times back there, if it's two on one and someone tries throwing over her, um, odds are she's going to get a deflection and a steal or it's going to get deflected to one of our other kids and we'll get out and run too. So having her on the back end is definitely a huge advantage for us.
2: I'll resume my conversation with Applington Parkersburg girls basketball coach Brady Driscoll next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show.
7: Your local Landis cooperatives are helping growers plan for another successful season. As we go through winter, farmers are making decisions on seed, fertilizers, and ag chemicals to improve or maintain high yields in their fields. Your nearby Landis co ops have the best ag inputs at the best price with expertise and services growers need to succeed, making for a better bottom line for your farming operation. Like New Hartford Country, see your local Landis agronomist. We are the land, and the land is us. Landis.
0: Who has the appliances you need and is just a few minutes away? It's AP Appliance Heating and Cooling. For decades, they have provided professional heating and cooling services, but remember, their appliances. AP Appliance is a dealer of Maytag, Manna, Whirlpool, and KitchenAid, brands you can trust. Plus, AP Appliance backs them up with expert service. Stop by this week, Monday through Friday, and check out their line of refrigerators, freezers, washers and dryers, as well as stoves and dishwashers. Get best KitchenAid, Maytag, Amana, and Whirlpool from AP Appliance Heating and Cooling, Highway 57, Parkersburg.
5: Hi, this is Sammy Cummings with Greenbelt Bank & Trust. Our newest location in Parkersburg is open to assist you with all your banking needs. Our lobby hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And drive-up hours Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30. Our mobile banking unit features in-person, full-service banking, a convenient drive-up, and a night deposit option. We can help you with a full line of products and services, from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces, a new location, and another reason that Greenbelt Bank & Trust is leading the way.
6: Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Greenbelt Bank & Trust, number FDIC Equal Housing
2: I now resume my conversation with Applington Parkersburg girls basketball coach Brady Driscoll on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. So here we are with the brackets coming out next week, already hard to believe, but uh, you guys are sitting right here at 15-2 and two overall. Obviously, that's pretty phenomenal at this point of the season. Uh, on that note, um, can you just talk about your guys' body of work this season, knowing that you know, you're not in that the top eight of the rankings, so one seed is probably out of the possibility, but... At this point, you're looking at a two-seed and being at home through the regional final. Obviously, that's at a neutral site, but obviously a great body of work for your team, and you have yourselves right where you want to be, you know, with basically home court advantage all the way through.
3: Yeah, you know, I mean, coming into the year, you, you lose four senior starters. You think, huh? Oh, you know, it might be a um, kind of a restart or kind of a rebuilding year. And for us, we just kind of took it and ran with it. And it's been really fun to watch the girls over the um, – course of the season you know it's not just uh you know one person that stepped up and off the bench or something and they're scoring a lot or not at all it's it's very scattered by game on who takes their turn of you know going off for a lot of points or a lot of rebounds or steals it's I mean everyone's just having these games where they're going I, I mean tonight you got Peyton close to her 15 she did it back at Grundy with 15 I think there too I um, mean think back to the old line game you know Bella Boozman has three threes in the first quarter or At Denver, Lexi Oswegan has eight rebounds for a career high. So, um, you know, everyone's stepping up. And Ava Eddy against Columbus has 12 points in about a minute and a half, two-minute span. Um, Eva Walker against Hampton Dumont. She comes in and does a good job. Emma Wolf comes in and does a good job. I mean, we got so many different kids that come in. um, And it's fun to see because, you know, they're underclassmen, really. And they're the first group that I have taught in middle school and and have had now coaching in basketball. So it's so fun to see them – have their time on a varsity court and have success. Um, and then it leads to, you know, multiple kids having success leads to a good record and, and successful games in a winning season. Uh, so it's just been fun to watch them grow together. Um, 17 games of the year, sitting at 15 and two, there's not a whole lot to, to complain about. I mean, they're, they're having fun out there and uh, it's, a, it's a fun group to coach for sure.
2: You bet uh looking at the upcoming schedule here, just four games left of the regular season. You got Jess up here on Monday, a team that obviously you guys had a tight battle with at their place. Hudson, one of your two losses here this year. Uh so obviously looking to avenge that. DNH is a tall task for anyone. And then you close the regular season at Sumner Fredericksburg. Uh so that said, what is this uh what are these final four games having stretched for your team here?
3: It's our toughest four game stretch of the season, I think. Um, you know, we when you see it, see the schedule come out at the beginning of the year and you see it at the end of the year uh jessa putson back-to-back nights and then to cap it off dyke on friday and then sumner fred is always a tall team and physical um, you know they had the um elliot girl who led the state i think in kills in volleyball um very very good athlete very strong and the bits and pieces that i've watched them play and seeing her stat line i think she's averaging 20 and 15 or so so they're no joke either i mean they're i think only four losses maybe three losses uh, so this will be a, a, a tough task for our girls, especially with only having two practices, four games, and in, in, um, the amount of time. Uh, so it'll be a it'll be a tough tough last stretch, and obviously you want to build as much momentum as you can going into the postseason. Um, but I think we're we're getting there, and having all these games at home too, minus the Sumner game. You know, next week three games, three home games against three good opponents. Um, It'll be a a tough task, but I'm ready for the challenge. I think the girls are ready for the challenge, too. They they enjoy these moments. And, um, you know, for these seniors, too, it'll be senior night on uh, Tuesday night, and hopefully we can send them off in a good way. Um, And like I said earlier, kind of build some momentum going into postseason play wherever we go.
2: So when it comes down to it, obviously you're four games left in the regular season and then whatever the, the postseason brings. Uh, when it comes down to it, what would you say are the ultimate uh, keys to a strong finish to the regular season and, and a strong run in the postseason?
3: Yeah, you know, we some of these games here where we struggle a little bit, we seem to get off to slow starts. So we need to make sure that we get off to, to hot starts. You know, like at, at Denver, we got off to a very hot start, but then kind of slowed down in the second half. So if we can just put together a few you know, the first half of that Denver game with the second half of like a GR type of game or a Wopsie type of game um, where we can play for four quarters um, and not let up at all. That would be a huge key for us. Um, taking care of the ball and then turning other teams over. That's another big key for us. Give us more possessions, more shot attempts. Um, and then based on the, sh- um, speaking of shot attempts, you know, limiting other teams to one shot. If that on the defensive end, if we can, you know, make sure we get the defensive rebound, limit the amount of offensive rebounds that we give up, especially against a team like Dyke and Sumner, Hudson, where they have a lot of height on their back end. Um, That's going to be key for us to limiting them to one shot and taking care of the ball on our end and making sure we're getting good shots um, and and moving the ball and uh, getting everybody involved.
2: Well, before we wrap up, I'll give you a chance to recognize some of your players here just to uh, looking at the stats, I know that Kendall had a career high 25 points against Union here last week, a couple weeks ago. Uh, Ava Eddie, all of a sudden, she's earned herself some more playing time as well. Um, uh, yeah. Any other players you want to you know, that kind of deserve the props here?
3: No, yeah. I mean, those two, you hit on them. Um, they've been really good. Addie has been really good for us. She's not showing up in the scoring column, but she, I think, leads us in steals or is tied with uh, Quinlan and steals. And same with Quinlan, you know, leads us in steals or right there with Addie and steals, leads us in assists. So some of these. Um, numbers that aren't exactly points, there's different, definite roles for girls, and they're kind of finding what they are and embracing them. You know, Kennedy being on the back end, she's not going to score, you know, 20 points a night, but she's going to have an impact defensively in either A, blocking a shot, or B, altering the shot to where it makes it very tough for an offensive player to score. Some things like that don't show up in the stat sheet, but um, they have a big impact in winning. Uh, whether people know it or not. So that, and like I said earlier, having her in the back end of the press, that's huge for us. Um, and then just having Lexi Oswegan has been having a really good uh, stretch here. Kendall got in foul trouble there at GR. Lexi came in, hit two threes, I think back to back threes. I don't know if they were back to back possessions, but two threes for our six uh, 0 run for her and two steals in that time frame too. So she's, she's stepped up big time too. And Wolf comes in, does a great job. Um, Evil Walker's had multiple assists. Every game gets in the lane. So we just have been having a lot of kids come in and, and have success. Bell Boots hit three. The other night, at Gr. Um, she'll keep shooting. Um, I want her to keep shooting. So a lot of our kids when they come in, I want them to just chuck it out there because we shoot enough in practice and they shoot it enough at a high percentage. And I know that they'll be successful. We just gotta you know keep the confidence building and uh, and finish strong here.
2: All right. Any final thoughts you want to share about your team before we wrap up here?
3: No, it's been good. It's, I think we've touched on pretty much everything. You know, our our lower levels are doing a great job, too. And, they'll, you know, we have a big varsity week coming up this week. But Hudson also took – they beat us in JV, too. So that will be a game where we um, want to make sure we get that one back. And Jessup was a single-digit or maybe 10-11-point win for our JV. So that's – those are games where we want to make sure that we come out on top. And and they'll be close games for, for our younger kids, too. But they've been doing a great job. Um, it's a fun group to to coach for sure.
2: All right, that's Applington Parkersburg girls basketball coach, Brady Driscoll. Thanks for the time, and uh, best luck here with the stretch run of the season. You
3: bet. Thank you. We'll
2: take a quick out on the Brothers Market Coach. Your
8: home for local high school sports is 98.9 FM and the KQCR stream at RadioOnTheGo.com. Tune in for coverage of the Applington Parkersburg Falcons, the AGWSR Cougars, and the Grundy Center Spartans. We
2: are Radio On The Go. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by Dyke New Hartford Girls Basketball Coach Bruce Dahl as the Wolverines are now 17 and 0 overall and 6 and 0 in the NIC All Central. Coach, uh, three wins to talk about here this past week. Uh, let's go back to uh, Monday night. A road trip down to a uh, ranked, role and story team. You win at 79 to 21. It just looks like a really hot start. 29 to 3 after the first quarter, and <laughs> that's that's about it. After that, kind of more of the same the rest of the way, but. Uh, Uh, Can you walk me through this one from your perspective in what I know you were expecting to be a a pretty tough environment?
9: I was. um, I'm just very happy with the girls, how they came out and played from the start. We scored eight points in 50 seconds, and they took a timeout with like seven minutes and ten seconds left in the first quarter. So you know you're getting things done. Um, The concern is that you did not practice the day before, or the day before on Saturday and Sunday and then you go and just step right in and travel to Story City, you know, to play a team that took us to overtime last year and had us, had us down and out a couple times. Um, but, uh, you know, we ended up winning that game last year, but you now the girls took care of business um, against uh, Rolling Story. And it was really good to see. I, I personally have not had problems without practicing on Sundays. Um, the night, the day before a Monday game, um, I've had a good track record with that. So I don't, I don't think there's anything really to that. So, if anything, we've probably got fresher legs.
2: And then it was uh, right back at it on Tuesday night, a home game against wine uh, Obviously, back-to-backs are never ideal, but this one uh, didn't seem to matter, at least uh, from looking at the the stat sheet here. Uh, what's, what's the story with this uh, with this wine game?
9: Yeah, you know, you have a stat sheet in front of you. I, I, I do not. Um, so, as far as points and that and steals, um, I just know that we... Uh, took care of business as well. Coming off your concern, the Monday night game that you're playing Tuesday night, and um, you're just uh, you know you, you have a walkthrough on the team. You don't really practice for the team, so you have a walkthrough, and you're talking to the girls about this is what they do. That's a lot different than, than practicing. So once again, it was a challenge of going over the scouting report and, and trying to put that into play. They have a couple of really good freshmen uh, that uh, you know that the, that will end up being you know good for for the next couple, no, three years. But once again, our girls do such a good job, you know, and I'm, I'm so happy the way Camille and Ellery have, have led this team and Peyton Jayden and Jaden and Marn have, uh, you know, done as well as, you know, with what we're doing and, and just kids that are coming off the bench are really contributing. So I've I just been happy with the way our kids approach the games.
2: And then here on Friday night against Hudson, it uh, looks like they might have given you a little bit more of a battle early on here. Ends up being a 72-29 to 29 final score. Uh, but just looking at things here, Marin Bixby with uh, 28 points. I'm sure that was awesome to see um, you know, break down this Hudson game.
9: Yeah, we got down 12-4. to 4, And we were kind of in a position that we have not been in for a, a while, uh, being down that much. Uh, but it was early in the game. Um, they were, you know, shooting out of their minds, and they were doing a good job. And our girls, uh, you know, to their credit, came back. Um, we sped the game up a, a lot more with just going to our, our full court press. And then uh, we, we did run more of a structured offense offenses after the start. Usually we kind of go motion, but we kind of went more structured, and that seemed to really work for us. Um, yeah, Lauren had a school record of three. She had seven. Um, She's seven out of, um, I want to say twelve. Seven out of twelve, and then uh, you know the girls did a nice job of getting her the ball. Just such an unselfish team, and then just you know everybody else just started to you know make their shots, and and then you know then things started getting a little more comfortable. So um, you know with that win, we we're able to secure at least a tie right now for for the conference championship. Um, I believe that they had they were four and one, and we were five and zero coming into this one. I if I'm right, and we got Columbus and AP left, so um, obviously two games that uh, you know are going to be tough. Especially you know you got senior night with Columbus, and then you got to play a, a, a tough AP team at their place.
2: All right, so that's uh, coming up here in the upcoming week. We'll talk about that in a sec, but it seems like uh, quite a bit this season we've talked about milestones and accomplishments and things like that, and a couple more here in the past week that you guys have put out on Twitter here. Um, We have Ellie Nock with 100 career made three-point shots, so that's pretty awesome. And then there is one more. Oh, Peyton Peterson with the school record for most rebounds in a career in the same season that she... Um, surpasses the, the 1,000 career points. So, I mean, what's it like, I guess, not only for these two players to achieve these milestones, but to have so many of those, you know, milestones and accomplishments, you know, beat, you know, rack up in one season like that?
9: Yeah, it's, it's been crazy. And, and, you know, you could credit, um, since they've been freshmen, stepped into the program, you could credit, you know, their teammates as well and the accomplishments. Um, just the fact that they're able to get uh, the ball to them, and the fact that they're able to finish and, and get stuff on their own, you know, uh, just such an unselfish team making that extra pass. Um, and like I said, I'm just, you know, the amount of success that these girls have and, and not let anything go to their heads and be humble. And, you know, it says a lot about them and, and just, you know, the way they approach things. So very, very, very proud to be their, their coach. And, and, you know, and it goes, it's, it's a whole team. It's our assistant coaches. It's our, our managers and everything, you know, and and parents have done such a great job. Um, so there's, there's not much to say other than, you know, we need to get ready for the next game.
2: I'll resume my conversation with Dyke New Hartford girls basketball coach Bruce Dahl next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. <laughs>
6: Northern Iowa men's basketball play-by-play along with the Panther Point of View show on Thursday nights, brought to you in part by Highview Animal Hospital between Applington and Parkersburg, Howie Equipment, Trailer Sales and Tire of Hampton, and by Meyer Ag Services south of Belmont. U and I basketball is this Saturday. We will have the broadcast since the North Iowa City League Wrestling Tournament was canceled. The Panthers are at Indiana State, 1230 pregame. One o'clock is tip-off. Tune in the Panthers against the Sycamores Saturday afternoon, right here on KQCR.
7: Your local Landis cooperatives are helping growers plan for another successful season. As we go through winter, farmers are making decisions on seed, fertilizers and ag chemicals to improve or maintain high yields in their fields. Your nearby Landis co-ops have the best ag inputs at the best price with expertise and services growers need to succeed making for a better bottom line for your farming operation. In Dyke New Hartford country, see your local Landis agronomist. We are the land,
2: and the land is us. Landis. I now resume my conversation with Dyke, New Hartford Girls Basketball Coach Bruce Dahl on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. A Couple weeks ago, uh, when we were up at uh, Denver, when we had that game on uh, KQCR, uh, that was right before the Jessup game, and you had told me that one of the challenges for your team was uh, obviously, you know, the, the fact that uh, they had scored sixty points on you the year prior, so uh, that it was going to be a challenge to keep them under that. You obviously did just that. Um, on that note, uh, I have to imagine that you know, throughout a season like this, you as a coach maybe have to come up with some other. Other challenges are there any other like challenges that you've had you've had to kind of you know give this team here this season and if so like what are they
9: well there's there's definitely challenges um you know just first and foremost like our girls take everything totally serious and they they show up for practice and they and they go hard and they they, they do what they're asked to do and, and, and no problem but you know there is a, that that thing that you know every night you've got to try to Every night, somebody wants to beat you. So mentally, you just have to stay focused. And and I I say January 10th to the end of January is the grind. You know, we're in the grind right now, and they have to stay sharp. You know, like we got down 12-4 to to uh, Hudson, but, you know, they were able to fight back and and, uh, overcome that. Um, Obviously, you know, free throws, once again, we just, you know, have got to get better at that. And, you know, it's not a secret to anybody. And mention it's not going to make anything any you know worse for them. They know it, and so we just got to keep trying to work at that and get better because life will be so much easier, you know, when we knock our shots down. But they're trying, and our seniors are doing a great job of, of trying to get you know a routine for the girls. Um, you know, make a game out of it, space um, some consequences out of it, maybe a little running. Because uh, I did uh, thought it was time to kind of change things up a little bit. And maybe you know ask seniors if they wanted to lead the free throw shooting effort uh, just just to chase things up, and they've done a great job. They really take ownership in it, and, and just happy with that.
2: So, a big picture here, your team is uh, off to a seventeen and zero start now. Uh, the brackets for postseason are going to be coming out next week. Uh, now, obviously, you guys have been ranked number one all season. You will be a number one seed. That's that's no doubt. But um, I mean, on that note. Uh, your your body of work uh, really speaks for itself, just based on your results and how you guys have played. Uh, with the brackets coming out next week, what can you say about your team's body of work? Is obviously you're going to be a uh, you know getting a whole bunch of home games here in the postseason before the, the neutral site uh, regional final to go to state.
9: Yeah, well, first I'm you know I I'm not one of those guys that say oh hey it's we're zero and zero right now. No, you are your record that's all the way through if you're 21 and uh one or 21 and oh or something like that you know you deserve to be acknowledged like that way as far as your body of work like you had said um and that's good for you in your your confidence that sort of thing you know you don't say all of a sudden you're zero and zero no you've ripped those rebounds all that all year long you've made those assists all year long and you expect to continue continue on that and you expect to build on that um but in the same sense, you know, there's teams now that, that have nothing to lose, and they're going to go and fight you. You know, I, I feel like we've gotten people's best shot, and and uh, we have to keep expecting that people are going to do that. And nothing's, you take nothing for granted. You know, when we, it's zero to zero when they tip it up, and you, we just got to keep working hard and doing the things that we do. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out, where we go, who we play. You know, we go east, west, south, north. You know what I mean? It's just, it's all a guessing game at this point. And, um, you know, but one thing is, is true that, you know, we, we probably will have a good seed. But, you know, we're going to take it one game at a time. It's going to be like, a, we approach it like a ladder or our steps. You know what I mean? We're It'll be the first team and, and then go from there. It's, it's an exciting time of the year, that's for sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so four regular season games left. You had mentioned a home against Columbus here on Tuesday at AP the following Friday. uh, Rivalry against ranked team there. And then, uh, wow, Bishop Garrigan coming to your place on February 7th. That's going to be a phenomenal atmosphere there. Number one in 2A versus number one in 1A. And then you finish off with a trip to South Harden on the following Thursday. Um, That said, uh, what's in store here for this uh, final stretch of the regular season for your team?
9: Yeah. So it starts off with Columbus and that'll be our focus and <clears throat> it'll be senior night. So Camille and Ellery and our, our exchange student Paula um, will uh, be recognized and honored. And then we'll focus on AP, which, you know, we're going to their place and, you know, we are going to have to be ready to go. And, you know, they, they are a very good team. They've only lost two ball games, I believe. And so, you know, they're going to give us everything that we're, we're going to, you know, want. And then, yeah, then, then you're looking at, uh, you know, Garrigan with, uh, their Iowa State player, Audie Crooks coming to town and, and Joyce, um, Molly Joyce, who's also going to, uh, Truman State, I think. And then, then we finish up with South Harden. So it's, it's not, it's, it's a, it's a tough stretch, but we need that before tournament starts, you know, because like you said, we'll get a, we'll get a play in game from somebody. And, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see who, who comes to, to Dyke New Hartford.
2: Well, uh, we've talked about uh, Mar and Bixby having a, a career night here uh, against Hudson, a couple other player milestones. Uh, any any other players, you know, that have uh, accomplished some big things over the last couple of weeks that you'd like to recognize? Well, you know, Camille Lamper's, uh broke the three-point mark as well. Um, she hit
9: five, and she's, you know, a real I, – I, I say with, with her that she just, She picks her time to to shoot, and she hits nice, timely shots for us and really helps build our separation from teams. She's she's had a number of big shots um, throughout her career. Um, You know, Ellery Nock is, you know, how versatile she is. Peyton Peterson, what she does with rebounding and and offensive rebounds and putbacks, and Jaden, for her size, what she does to be able to play. Um, Marn's so lanky. There's a lot of options that we have for her. Been happy with Maddie Booskill. She's come off the bench. She had five points against uh, Hudson, a three-pointer and a two-pointer. Been happy with Miranda Tyler, a post player. Um, sprained her ankle earlier, but then she's come in and done a nice job tying loose ends. And then uh, uh, Macy Graves, another uh, post who uh, just is phenomenal with with her. You know the way she possessions herself and gets rebounds. So I think things are coming along. I think we'll be playing our best ball come tournament time and. Um, you know, these girls are, are have worked hard for it, and, and the team chemistry is good. So uh, we, we definitely have our challenge in, in front of us, you know, if, if we want to accomplish the things that we think we can get done.
2: All right, Coach, just about out of time, but anything else you want to share about your program before we wrap up here? No, I just
9: would like to say um, with Columbus coming up um, on Tuesday, it is senior night. It would be nice if everybody could come on out and, and recognize these girls that have put um, the hard work in this program for – four years um, just what they have meant to us and and uh, you know the fans have, it has just been tremendous and you know it's just always one of those things that you're just so happy for them but it's just gonna be so sad to see them go um, you know after the season's over and, and uh, move on so um, definitely gonna you know try to you know get that senior game and just really appreciate and and appreciate them so if people don't have anything to do come on out and watch us play Columbus.
2: All right, that's Dyke and Hartford Girls basketball coach Bruce Dahl. Appreciate the time, coach, and best luck here with the stretch run of the regular season. Thanks, John. More is coming up next on the Brothers Market Coaches Get great deals on
6: groceries this week and every week in Parkersburg and Grundy Center at Brothers Market locations. This week, they have Cosmic Crisp Apples, $1.49 a pound. At Brothers Markets, you'll find Kellogg's Family Size Cereal, $3.99 a box. Also, Farmland Bacon, $3.99. Doritos, two bags for $6. And don't miss out on Nabisco Snack Crackers for just $3.49. Many other specials around the store. Clean, brightly lit aisles. Great selection. And open seven days a week. That's Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center, where they treat you like
2: family. Joining me now is head coach of the AGWSR girls basketball team, Mike Finger. After his team defeats uh, Grundy Center, 55-34. to 34. Coach, uh, your team uh, kind of got behind. It was a battle between two teams that really were coming into this one firing on all cylinders with win streaks but uh, you guys, uh, especially in that second quarter, you, you kind of slammed the door there in that uh, third and fourth quarter as well. Huh? What are your initial thoughts after this one where your team really uh, left no doubt there in the end? Yeah, I, it,
10: this, is, uh, this may have been our best game this season, uh, but if not, it was you know, in the top two or three. Um, you know, Grundy's a really good basketball team, just like you said, they've really kind of hit their stride since the break and we knew they were gonna be a really tough opponent with both, especially Willis and Lurie. And uh, really, you know, we, we start off man-to-man because that's how we play, um, but we needed, to, we needed to shift to the zone tonight, and I was just so impressed with our girls' execution of our slides and shifts in the zone tonight.
2: Uh, there was a 10-0 run for your team in that second quarter where you guys ended up taking the lead for good after you had uh, trailed for much of the way through the, through the first quarter. You were down by four uh, going into the second. Can you talk about that run and how that really shifted uh, the momentum in this one? Yeah,
10: I, I think, uh, you know, Nakia was, well, first of all, first off, we did it with our defense and rebounding. Like, I don't know how many offensive rebounds they had tonight, but it wasn't very many. We did a really good job of controlling the boards. We forced a couple of turnovers, but I thought Nakia tonight was so good at like, I, I can't think of a possession where I thought she forced it on offense. Um, she, she went to the basket when it was right. She took the open three when it was right. And then critically, she got the ball to her teammates when it was right. She was really a true point guard tonight. And uh, she just really made us go. And then her teammates, her teammates excelled as well.
2: Yeah, well, Nakia ends up having 26 points, but she had a ton of steals as well, which led to fast-break layups. So as, as great as she was on offense, her defense was uh, still tonight too, don't you think?
10: It really was. I mean, uh, you're exactly right. And it, earlier in the season, we were having some problems in our 2-3 zone with not being in the right position, not, uh, not kicking our forwards back off when the ball uh, goes to the wing like we need to. And uh, she was really good at that tonight. Grin was outstanding. Um, both Trevin and Ava got out to shooters. Um, it was just a, a complete team win, and on both ends of the floor.
2: So, with this with this win, you guys clinch at least a share of that NICL West title. What does that mean to you?
10: Yeah, I, I mean it means a lot. And of course, you know we we want to we want to win our next two conference games um, because we want to you know we want to win it decidedly. Not that. Not that in any way it would be easy for us to do that. Um, heading to South Harden next week is going to be a real chore. But, yeah, without a doubt, to win the conference would, would be awesome.
2: I'll resume my conversation with AGWSR girls basketball coach Mike Finger next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. At Ellsworth Community College, you won't just be a face in the crowd. Their
7: professors in Iowa Falls will get to know you personally and offer guidance throughout your college experience. They will stay in touch with you after you leave Ellsworth and check in to make sure you're still doing well. At ECC, they care about you and your learning experience and strive to provide you with all the help that you need. Let them help you create your experience at Ellsworth Community College. Call 641-648-4611. Today, you're visit Ellsworth communitycollege.com to learn more. For over 80 years, Farm Bureau Financial Services has served the unique needs of the ag industry. This is Barry Hoffmeister in Ackley. We get to know you and your operation, providing coverage for your farm, ranch, machinery, crops, livestock, and so much more. Find out why we've been the number one ag insurer for 25 years. It's your future. Let's protect it. Call Farm Bureau agent Barry Hoffmeister in Ackley at 641 847 2376.
6: Number one ag insurer across our territory, 1996 to 2021, SNL, PNC Group Direct, written premium.
4: Light it up, get wired, repair, update, or install your electrical wiring with Forge Electric of Ackley. John Forge and his crew can do the job for you. They are busy this winter doing retro and LED upgrades for homes and shops. If you have bigger projects such as wiring for new construction additions, farm sites, and businesses, don't wait, Forgy Electric is already getting booked into summer. Call now and talk with John Forge at Forge Electric of Ackley, 847-8022. 641-847-8022.
7: Ackley Medical Center is healthcare you can count on and also pleased to support sports coverage you can count on, including the Coach's Corner here on KQCR. Tune into the AGWSR portion of the Coach's Corner every Saturday at 10 a.m. Dr. David Van Gorp, ANRP Tiffany Gramblin, and PAC Brianne Newberger, and the rest of the team cheer for Cougar Basketball and Wrestling this winter. With over five decades of professional service to Ackley area families, remember Ackley Medical Center for your healthcare needs. From infant to adult, they are there for you. Call six. 6- Four one eight four seven two six two five Ackley Medical Center, a department of Hanson Family Hospital.
2: I now resume my conversation with AGWSR Girls Basketball Coach Mike Finger on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. So your team, uh, after tonight's win, you're now 16-1. and um, You recently uh, entered the, the Class 1A rankings, and the rankings that came out yesterday, and I know, you know, as a coach, you don't look at that a ton. But that being said, your team's body of work here this season, being 16-1, and just one loss at this point, and with the postseason brackets coming out next week, your team has put itself in a position to have home court advantage basically as far as you possibly can up until that neutral site regional final. How important is that that your team has been able to accomplish that? Yeah,
10: i mean that's you know after the season got started and uh you know we started winning some basketball games and then and then we kind of kept winning um then it you know and we we kind of developed into a pretty decent team then it became a situation where we would like to be rated just so that we can get a favorable seed. you know it's it's not about Walking around talking about your rated—it's just all about, you know, trying to avoid those top two or three seeds in one A because there's some really, really good teams, and if you got to meet them, you'd rather, you know, meet them in Des Moines versus uh, earlier than that. So, yeah, we're this this win should help us a little bit more, and and you know again, hopefully we get a favorable seed.
2: Well, uh, just about time for the boys' game here, but uh, you got South Hardin on the road, and then East Marshall coming up next week. And oh, man, regular season winding down. What's the outlook for the upcoming week for your team now?
10: Yeah, so, again, uh, a real tough game on Tuesday. we got to go to South Harden. They play very physical. They play hard. They go after loose balls. Um, it'll be a chore and a half. Um, if our girls are, are ready to play and we play something like we did tonight, uh, then we got a good chance. But otherwise, they'll, they'll get one
2: from us if we're not ready to play. All right, uh, again a 50, uh, 55-34 win over uh, Grundy Center on your home floor tonight. Obviously a huge win. You guys played great tonight. But uh, any final thoughts you want to share about this uh, this big win or your program before you uh, before you head the boys game here?
10: Yeah, just uh, I'd say one more time was I was as proud of our girls tonight as I have been since I've been here. Uh, it was a it was a complete game for us on both ends
2: of the floor, and uh, yeah, I'm just super duper proud of the girls. All right, AGWSR Girls Basketball coach Mike Finger. Thanks for the time, coach. And congrats on the big win tonight. Thank you very much. That was my conversation with AGWSR Girls Basketball coach Mike Finger as aired during last night's AGWSR versus Grundy Center Basketball broadcast on 98.9 KQCR. More of the Brothers Market Coaches Show's next for a pregame
6: meal or a big family dinner, whatever the case, if you need groceries get to Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center this week. Brothers Market has Tony's pizzas, three for nine dollars. Also, Michaelina's entrees, four for five bucks. And from the meat department, farmland bacon is only three ninety-nine, and chicken leg quarters, just a dollar thirty-nine a pound. You'll find more at Brothers Market on special this week, so stop and shop. They're open seven days a week. It's Brothers Market, Parkersburg and Grundy Center, where they treat you like family.
2: I'm now joined by Grundy Center girls basketball coach Matt Liddeman after his team falls uh, on the road to AGWSR 55-34. Uh, coach, thanks for the time here. Uh, two teams coming into this one, both with lots of momentum, both with, uh, with some win streaks uh, both with the great months of January, but it ends up being the Cougars with the upper hand. Uh, the second quarter is kind of where things turned on you when they had a 10-0 run to uh, change the momentum, and they ended up taking the lead for good. But what are kind of your initial thoughts after uh, tonight's loss for your team?
1: Yeah, I mean, a tough night for us. Uh, first quarter, really good, executed really well. I, You know, the first four possessions down, executed very well against their man, uh, forced them to go zone, and, uh, you know, disappointingly, we, we didn't adjust really from that point on which really kind of hurt us and and, uh, had had some turnovers and uh, turnovers obviously led to uh, you know some high percentage shots for them and and they just kind of found a rhythm and kind of really never looked back. We really changed some things up but uh, didn't do enough to be able to change change the momentum and and get ourselves back into it you know on the offensive end and that's really kind of where where we kind of struggled the whole night.
2: Yeah. So um, on on the note of that that ten-zero run there in the second quarter, can you talk about you know what was kind of going wrong for your team and how you thought that really kind of ultimately um, changed momentum and how you weren't able to you know Yeah. You
1: know, problem? we just we were too passive. We needed to be more aggressive and, and, and attack uh, the gaps, the zones, uh, and and just move it quicker. And we just moved it. We moved it on the perimeter, but we never attacked. We never got. Uh, aggressive enough we never uh we never you know we never passed it faster than the zone the zone could keep up with what you know what we were doing and so uh you know just made it really hard for us and you got to give them credit
2: yeah so uh, as you just mentioned uh, your team was out around the perimeter for quite a bit uh, throughout the night um i guess uh, that you know when that happens that kind of makes it easier for uh, an opposing defense because uh, i mean not to say that you were one dimensional throughout the night but uh, that uh, definitely has to, had to have made it
4: easier on aws right?
1: oh without a doubt without a doubt you know and then they converted obviously on the other end and you know defensively uh you know we just didn't do a good enough job of 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 stopping uh their threats you know and and uh, we just never never really got uh consistent stops and then be able to build momentum on the other end and we just never were able to do that and so that's the disappointing part um you know agw stars are a very nice team uh we felt coming in that obviously we could compete with them uh it was going to take a really good effort but we could compete and, and do that and Unfortunately, uh, we didn't do that here tonight.
2: Yeah, and uh, so their their freshman Akea Olivier ends up having 26 points, and she had a lot of their A lot of uh, your guys' turnovers were a result of her steals, and she had a bunch fast break layups. Uh, she's a man. She's a tough player to get keep the ball away from, isn't she? She just does
1: a nice job of being always under control. Um, handles it very nicely, um, and then also you know if she's not scoring, she's she's able to deliver. Uh, to the right person and uh, you know give them a high percentage look in that so just makes a a lot of really good things happen for them Uh, and then they you know they shot it very well tonight Uh, and uh, a lot of a lot of shots went in that you know like wow that's a heck of a shot to go in but uh, you have nights like that and and uh, we didn't do enough defensively to uh, to alter that and to uh, you know just to stop that so
2: I'll resume my conversation with Grundy Center Girls basketball coach Matt Lindeman next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show.
0: Extra, extra, read all about it. The Grundy Register keeps you in touch with what's happening in Grundy Center, Dyke, BCLUW, and AGWSR land. There are pictures from area sporting events, pictures of engagements, anniversaries, what's happening around towns, and homes for sale. The Grundy Register makes sure that you know everything that is happening with two easy ways to read it. You need a subscription today. Call 319-824-6958 and read all about it.
5: Hi, This is Sammy Cummings with Greenbelt Bank & Trust. Our newest location in Parkersburg is open to assist you with all your banking needs. Our lobby hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And drive-up hours Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30 30. Our mobile banking unit features in-person, full-service banking, a convenient drive-up, and a night deposit option. We can help you with a full line of products and services, from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces, a new location, and another reason that Greenbelt Bank & Trust is leading the way.
6: Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Greenbelt Bank & Trust,
2: member FDIC Equal Housing lender. I now resume my conversation with Grundy Center Girls basketball coach Matt Lindemann on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Since the turn of the calendar since uh, January started you only have lost two games after that two and six start I mean the script really has totally flipped for your team uh, for the most part big picture here Um, and now this is only your second loss in the month of January what has what has changed and what has really gone right and helping your team turn that season around from that uh, that rough start.
1: Well, you know, tonight, tonight, it didn't look anything like what we've played throughout. Obviously, um, we we've, we we've really dug in and uh, gotten after it defensively. Um, we've been able to change some things up and did that over Christmas break, and and the and the girls just really bought in. And you know, tonight, tonight wasn't pretty at all, uh, and we didn't execute well at all, but it's a really good group of girls, and uh, they work well together, they get a long day in and day out. Um, and, you know, there's nights where we get more shots to fall and, and we get, uh, you know, we, we do a better job executing offensively and, and uh, you know, we, we were able to get, uh, you know, through our run here since after Christmas, we've been able to, uh, you know, turn turnovers into, get turnovers and turn them into points. And then also uh, just, you know, play really hard. And and we played hard tonight. We just didn't, uh, you know, play as smart as we needed to and and just didn't execute. And and, uh, they all want to do the best they can. We just uh, didn't do that here tonight.
2: Yeah, so uh, 8-2 now here in the month of January. Uh, How do you make sure, you know, over the next couple days here that this isn't you know a huge setback for your team because obviously you guys here are still over 500 the brackets are coming out next week and uh your team obviously looking for a, a strong finish to the regular season here. yeah we got we
1: got three games three home games here coming up uh one of those a conference game next week on friday versus gr uh but we have rolling story on thursday and then finish uh uh last regular season uh game uh, the following tuesday versus montezuma so three games that uh are 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 not easy games, are tough games, and obviously we have to play much better than we did tonight. Uh, the good thing is we've got film and we, we learn from those and uh, our girls are very coachable and, and uh, want to do well and don't care who gets the credit. Uh, they're very unselfish that way. And so we've got to learn from that and uh, kind of get back to, uh, you know, like you said, what we've done to kind of make our run and, and, and kind of turn our season around like we did uh, after January.
2: So, just a few games left here in the regular season. What are going to be your biggest th- uh, keys, in your opinion, to a strong finish to the season?
1: Well, once again, you know, we've had we've had a couple games here now where we've turned the ball over more than we should have. We, we've got to value the basketball, and that's what we talked about, you know, prior to Christmas break. Of when we haven't done that, and it's it's resulted in losses. We've turned it over too many times, and and that that is not good. And, and then we've just all the little intangibles, getting to the loose balls and, and, and communicating and, and, you know, just playing uh, better team defense, uh, whether that might be in the press as well. Uh, and, and then, you know, we, we've been able to execute on the offensive end. We've had a number of times where we've been able to execute, uh, you know, very well, and, and and we just weren't able to do that here tonight.
2: All right, again a 55 to 34 loss on the road to Aggie tonight. Uh, any final thoughts by your team before we uh, wrap up here tonight?
1: No, I mean we're really proud of crowd coming out. Really good crowd here tonight, both for AGWSR and Grundy Center. Really proud of how you know we travel home and away, and and uh, you know uh, stick with us here. We got three home games uh, to follow, and uh, uh, we we can present a exciting game of uh, basketball, and we'll, we'll try to do that here the next as we finish out the regular season.
2: All right, Grundy Center girls basketball coach Matt Lindeman, thanks for the time, coach, and uh, best of luck here down the stretch run of the season. Thanks, John. That's been Grundy Center girls basketball coach Matt Lindeman. More is coming up next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show.
6: Brothers Markets in Grundy Center and Parkersburg have great specials every week, including those app specials. When you show the mobile app at checkout, you get extra deals upon the regular deals. That includes Best Choice Cinnamon Rolls for just $0.99 cents when you show you have the app. Also, Old Orchard Apple Juice, just $0.99 cents when you show the app. And another app deal, Quaker Granola Bars for $1.99 when you show the mobile app at checkout on your smartphone or tablet. So get your grocery shopping going and pay less at Brothers Market. Grundy Center on Highway 175 or in Parkersburg on Highway 57, Brothers Market, where they treat you like
2: family. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by South Harden girls basketball coach Nick Eller as uh, his team is off to a now... uh, six and make it seven and nine uh, season here so far. Coach, uh, first of all, thanks for a little bit of time. Uh, two and one week here. Let's go back to the Union game on uh, Tuesday the 24th. 68 to 36 you guys come out on top in this one and wow, it looks like a, a fast start for your team. 21 in the first, 22 in the second. That's a great scoring clip right there. Uh, can you go back and break down this game?
8: Yeah, it really got off fast. Um, probably one of our best just all-around games of Everyone contributing and everyone scoring. Um, and when I say contributing, it was just everything—defense, offense, rebounding, great passing. Uh, I think we ended up like 24 assists. Uh, so just did this girls just did a great job of just working the ball around, finding the best shot, best person to, to pass it to, um, and just did it from the get go. Right, off, like I said, right about inside outside game was working on that Clara balo Howie Sheldahl um, really overall had a really good week. Uh, and that game was um, started off with just getting the ball inside. Did a really good job of going up the score and finishing right. And then as they started to see some double teams kicked it out pretty well. And then we, we hit shots really well. Thought Grace Ava page Hayes Rozonke, uh, Lessa kicked all them, really shot the ball well. Um, really shot, shot the ball pretty well for the whole week. Had some ups and downs here and there, but just did a really good job of hitting shots. Um, and then just did a really good job on, on, on just the same thing as and on team defense just as much as team offense. So that was fun to see. Everyone clicking and everyone playing, you know, kind of how we've been hoping to play uh, for this entire season. And we're starting to see more and more glimpses of it. So that's, uh, you know, encouraging here heading into the end of the year.
2: And then the on a Thursday night, the 26th, it was a 56-39 to 39 loss at South Hamilton. Uh, you guys were in this for uh, definitely a – first half the first three quarters anyway uh they, you were down 33 to 30 at the end of the third uh after you were uh, up at halftime actually but uh looks like you kind of let it slip away there at the end uh what, what's the story with this one
8: yeah really weird weird game um thought we played kind of just all over the place all night it was hard to, hard to give you a great read on this one where i thought we played first quarter kind of got off to a slow start like they went up 10-2 10-3 um couldn't really get our, Bearings going, and then all of a sudden, boom! We clicked and took off, uh, and played played really well from about the end of the first quarter all the way through through halftime. Uh, went into halftime with the lead and played kind of how we hoped. Got the ball inside, got some got some points down there from Ali Sheldahl. Uh, Clara Bale just had a tough night and played played hard, but just couldn't get a bucket to drop. That kind of hurt us all night long. Um, but then did a really good job of hitting some outside shots, finding some drives. Uh, to kind of mix-match us, uh, not maybe making some down low and missing some bunnies. Um, and then, like I said, felt felt good at halftime. I thought, you know, we still left some points on the board, left some opportunities on the board in that first half, but went into halftime with a lead um, and and kind of had a had a good grasp, I thought, on just kind of what they were doing offensively. So our defense is working pretty well. Second half, um, third quarter was kind of just all over the place. Missed, missed a lot of good shots again, just – like a little was on the hoop at times for about two, three minutes at some different times throughout this whole game. Um, but just hung around there. I, like I said, I, I think her defense still played pretty well in the, in the third quarter. Tried to kind of mix, match, and zone and man in there to kind of keep them on their toes. Uh, and then fourth quarter, man, just give them credit. I, I thought we really didn't play horrible. We couldn't make a bucket the whole fourth quarter. Uh, but they had some girls step up, and then their leading scorer, um, she really just kind of took it over. Uh, and that's, that's been the story of our year a little bit, getting getting beat by some girls that are seniors and are experienced uh, and kind of know how to go finish a game, and then she did that. So really kind of just tipped the, tipped the hat to them on the, on the last quarter. Like I said, it was a, like a three-point game going into the fourth quarter. Uh, and felt pretty good where we were at, uh, but just could not get a bucket the fourth quarter, uh, inside or outside, uh, and thought we took some good shots, took some rush shots, kinda of got into our own head a little bit and you know, kinda of got in that panic mode once they got up by five or six. Um that's been a, kind of our Achilles heel all year this year. When we get down by a little bit we go into a little bit of panic mode. Uh sometimes and other times we figured it out. So I, I'm hoping as, as the year keeps going here we just keep slowly figuring that out more and more. Uh not to get into that rush rush sense. Um but just Unfortunately, just couldn't finish the game, and it was a good game until the last quarter, like you said, and then and then they blitzed us, I think, it was about 23-9 to 9 that last quarter. Um, didn't play good enough defense. They got shots when they had to, and, and they deserved to win the game from there.
2: And then you were able to bounce back on Friday uh, with a 66-39 win over East Marshall. Uh, Allie Sheldahl with 25 points, which from what I can tell here um, on Bound is a career-high scoring night for her. So uh, can you walk me through this one against East Marshall and uh, obviously some props, I'm sure, to uh, Allie Sheldahl for her performance?
8: Yeah, definitely her best game of her career. Um, they don't have a ton of size down low, so it was definitely a good game for her to go get a bunch. Um, really kind of very similar to the Union game where I thought we had a really nice inside-outside game. Um, her and Clara both both dominated down there most of the night. Clara got in a little bit of foul trouble, but did a really good job of still coming back and, and I think at least six to eight points somewhere in there uh, for her. And then Nally with the 25, like I said, stepped outside, shot the ball well tonight. She did from about 10, 15 feet um, and then went to the basket strong, um, hit free throws. That was the thing we struggled with at the South Elton game also. Um, that hurt us and we, we shot free throws a lot better tonight. Um, And then just did a really good job of when the double teams were coming and kicking them out, and they've really gotten better as the years got on here of seeing those double teams, kicking them out to our open shooters. Um, And then really fun to see our shooters sitting there ready to shoot um, and hitting shots now too at times, which has been a lot better from when the start of the year came. Um, Grace O'Connor tonight I think had five threes, um, so 15 points for her. Lots of kicks I think had at least two to three threes. Jaden Roy stepped up, had had at least one. Um, Ava Page, another one that had, a, had at least one or two jumpers out there. Um, and those that's kind of that's kind of our, our bread and butter. If we can get the ball inside and get them going and then when they, they start to say again and double team, we can kick it out if we're hitting shots. We're pretty tough to play then. Um, so that's that's been fun to see here the last few games and weeks we're getting more and more comfortable with that game. Um, and like I said, the really, biggest thing that hurt us Thursday in South Island is we just couldn't get couldn't get the inside shots to fall. Um, and, and tonight and Tuesday night they were. So um, definitely just a good all-around team game. Ava Stalbo just continues to dominate on rebounds. Really proud of her. and Fun to watch her jump up and grab balls um, and just kind of own the boards. Um, like I said, just a good team team game. Everyone contributing. Um, a lot like Tuesday night when we get a lot of girls scoring, a lot of girls involved we're our that's when we're at our best. So uh, good good win tonight to kind of end the week of a good three-game week here. It's always tough. Uh so it's good to just see him finish the week this week strong and on a good note.
2: I'll resume my conversation with South Harden Girls basketball coach Nick Eller next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Stand by to receive our transmission.
0: Broadcasting to all of humanity from radioonthego.com.
2: I find this scientifically
1: fascinating.
0: This is North Central Iowa's own
5: 98.9 FM,
0: KQCR Parkersburg, Radio on the Go.
5: Hi, this is Sammy Cummings with Greenbelt Bank & Trust. Our newest location in Parkersburg is open to assist you with all your banking needs. Our lobby hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and drive-up hours Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Friday 8 a.m. to 5.30. Our mobile banking unit features in-person, full-service banking, a convenient drive-up, and a night deposit option. We can help you with a full line of products and services, from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces, a new location, and another reason that Greenbelt Bank and Trust is leading the way.
6: Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Greenbelt Bank and Trust. number FDIC. Equal housing one.
2: Has the large lecture hall got you down? If a large school isn't what you expected, ECC can help. Ellsworth College in Iowa Falls makes transferring the credits that you've already taken easy. At Ellsworth, their dedicated and friendly staff will assist you throughout the whole process and make attending Ellsworth hassle-free. They want what's best for you and want to help you create your experience at Ellsworth Community College. Dial 641-648-4611 today or visit EllsworthCollege.com to learn more. I now resume my conversation with South Harden girls basketball coach Nick Eller on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Looking back at some of these games here this past week, I see against Union you shot uh, 50% or over in that game, and then you go uh, the next game with uh, South Hamilton. It's all the way down to uh, 22% in that one. So I mean, it's it's a it's a consistent thing, consistency thing at this point, isn't it? You know, with shooting the ball, and uh, I'm sure there's other uh, areas where you're looking to be more consistent, right?
8: Completely is, yeah, and that's been our Achilles heel this whole year where we can have a really good game and then next game come back and just shoot ourselves in the foot with turnovers or, or not shoot well enough to win uh, when the shots are there to be made or uh, not finished at the hole uh, as well as we need to. Uh, but just completely been a consistent thing, consistency thing this whole year. Yeah, we're a younger team. I think, you know, like I said, we've got a lot of girls returned from last year, but still fairly a younger team. Uh, with the majority of our, of our girls playing that are underclassmen. Um, so I think, you know, that tribute a little bit of that to that, but you hope, you know, as this year goes, those girls get out of that, um, you know, kind of work through that and figure that out. And I, and I'm, and I'm seeing that, um, it's maybe not at the pace everybody wants or I want to, obviously, but, um, each game and each week I'm seeing improvement in just little things, um, that you see as coaches and, and you probably a little bit of fancy too, but, uh, been been our been our problem this year to where we're at seven and nine could easily be a whole lot de- better of a record if we were if we were more consistent. But like I said, we hope we'll just keep chugging along here and seeing week to week improvements. So when we hit districts here and and we're playing our best ball
2: yeah and speaking of that uh, brackets are going to be coming out next week uh, you guys here are sitting at seven to nine overall and uh, just you know thinking big picture um, as far as your guys's body of work you know you might be looking at you know being a team that's uh, right around 500 maybe a first round home game before going on the road to face a higher seed in the second round that being said uh, what are your thoughts on you know generally your team's body of work as you hopefully you know get a, a first round home game here
8: yeah, I hope so. Um, like I said, I'd like to finish the season out just week last two weeks here playing good ball. Um, got some games there that I think are, are winnable. Got Definitely a tough game with Dyke at the end of the season there. Um, but I think it'll be a good measuring stick to kind of see where we're at. Uh, really just focus on us heading into districts here and just getting to where we're clicking on all cylinders. I've told you that many times this year on the show that we, there's times I click, we're only clicking on about two or three players. Uh, playing their best ball and I, I think we're up in that four or five range right now where we got that many girls that are clicking and playing well we can just get a couple more just to get into their you know into their best ball right now uh we'll be a tough out in the in the tournament for a lot of teams just because we got the we have the inside outside game um, but definitely hope to get that first home game um, and then just get a get get teams that we can we can match up with or teams that we you know we can least be in a ball game with, be encouraging, I think, for the girls and for me both, and and then we just go, you know, see how the cards fall, and I think our our body of work of playing a lot of good basketball teams uh, in our conference, out of conference, um, will help us also, I think, um, if we use it the right way, so I'm hoping that uh, bodes well for us, too, of seeing a lot of different styles of basketball, a lot of good players, um, some good teams with AG and AP and Dyke, um, Denver. Um, South Hamilton teams like that that have hopefully prepared us for, for a run in the tournament for Low A's.
2: And uh, you hit the final four games of the regular season here, uh, three out of the four at home. you got AGWSR, a ranked team. They're having a great season coming to your place on Tuesday. Hampton-Dumont-Cal on Thursday. You go to BCLUW then on the sixth, uh, non-conference game there after they were in the conference, obviously. And then, uh, obviously, uh, d and is going to be a tall task for anyone, and they you close the regular season with them. Um, that said, uh, what's the outlook for this uh, last stretch of the regular season for you?
8: Yeah, d- definitely just – uh, hope to hope to get as many wins as possible with these with these at least these first three games here. Dyke, definitely a big a big jump and big task for us, but not going you know, worry about that till we get closer to it. But definitely some winnable games here. We had a good tight game with AG um, the, at their place the first time. Uh, so I think I think we're going we can we know we can play with them. We got to play a better game and uh, better defensive defensive game and better taking care of the ball uh, was our biggest struggle that first game. Um, and then Hampton and and cell both don't know a ton about them. Haven't done a ton of research on them yet. But going by records, I think definitely winnable. Um, and like I said, like like to finish the year in that 500 range if we could. Um, and and by that point, it really my records will kind of go out the window once we hit that last that last week and head into district. So hopefully, just playing our best ball, firing on all cylinders, um, and and getting to a run here, healthy and ready to go for district.
2: All right, Coach, just about out of time here, but uh, anything else you want to share about your team before we wrap up here?
8: No, really, really excited to see the end of the year, um, just how we can finish the end of the year, and, and appreciate all the fan support and, and your guys' support. All
2: right, that's South Harden Girls Basketball Coach Nick Eller. Coach, uh, thanks for the time, and best of luck here with a stretch run of the regular season.
8: You bet. Thanks for having me on.
2: We'll take a quick time out here on the Brothers Market Coaches Show.
8: No one covers more local high school sports than Radio on the Go. Listen to 98.9 FM and the KQCR stream at RadioOnTheGo.com. Each season for coverage of the Dyke-New Hartford Wolverines, the Clarksville Indians, and the South Hardin Tigers. We are
0: Radio on the Go.
2: Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by Clarksville girls basketball coach Ross Timmermans as the Indians are now 12-5 and overall on the season. And a few games to talk about since we last... Uh, talked here on the coach's show here over the last uh, week or so, uh, coach. Let's go back to the uh, let's go back a couple weeks to the uh, Waterloo Christian game, forty-eight to thirty-two. You guys come out on top. Uh, can you walk me through this one and uh, kind of how it went from your per- uh, perspective?
11: Yeah, um, it was. It's always nice knowing uh, in, in our conference that you're going to be able to see teams twice. And if you were to get beat the first time around, it's always nice to know that you have an opportunity to uh, get back and, and win the second time. And uh, that was kind of our mindset. We, we got beat at Waterloo Christian. We had a bunch of girls that were sick, not not feeling good. And uh, we knew that we didn't play our best basketball the first go-around. So we wanted to come out and prove that uh, we, we could play better than we did. And, and, and I thought we did. We had a lot of girls step up. We had um, multiple girls. Um, in double yeah double digit scoring, and and uh, we did a really good job. We came out, pressured them, and and uh, forced a few turnovers, turned them into easy buckets on the other side, and we uh, we had a lot of fun. And um, it was probably one of our better games that we have played all season. And, and our girls knew that, and and we were very excited about it.
2: And then you go back for an afternoon game against uh, Nashville Plainfield, uh, a road trip for you guys up there. Uh, pretty short road trip, but obviously uh, back-to-back is never ideal, added the fact that you go from a night game to an afternoon game. But uh, you guys are able to uh, finish this one, a 49-41 to victory, uh, despite a little bit of a comeback effort by the Huskies there late. Uh, but uh, how was how your team able to finish this one off?
11: Yeah, it's always tough, especially when you go from a very emotional game on a Friday night and playing really well and making shots and then pushing it in transition. And um, she had an overall really good positive game uh, to turn around and come back on a Saturday on the road. Uh, you know, it's, it's mentally a tough thing to do. And I thought our girls handled it pretty well. We kind of got off to a slow start or we got to a fast start and then kind of slowed down a little bit. And, um, and it was a close game, a half. And we extended that lead to 20 in the second half. And then Right, right at the end of the ball game, about three minutes to go, we uh, gave up a couple, two, three, four turnovers in a row. And um, Cadence Huck had a great game for Nashua. She was a really good player, and she really is a good player. And I think she had 26 points for them, and uh, we couldn't really slow her down. She was everywhere. So um, you got to tip your cap to Nashua and and their 131 defense. They they did a really good job and. Um, we thankfully made a few shots and hit a few threes and got a couple girls out of a couple slumps and um, we ended up winning that game.
2: And then this past Tuesday, you defeated Tripola sixty-two to twenty-seven on the road. Uh, and looks like uh, the the third quarter kind of is what uh, really uh, helped you guys uh, win big in this one. Twenty-five to nine, you outscore them there in that third quarter. What a what a scoring pace that is. Uh, what's the story with this Tripola game?
11: Yeah, um, it seems to be the theme of our season. We get off to slow or semi-slow starts, and uh, and end up picking it up in the second half. And once again, that was kind of the same story with Tripola. We got off to a little bit of a slow start, and then that third and fourth quarter, we just we kind of figured it out and um, made some plays and put the ball in the bucket. And uh, we, I know we had four. Four girls and double figures, and I think we had two girls with thirteen and two girls with twelve, and um, it was a it was a very nice offensive output for us, especially in the second half. Um, so we were really happy about that, and um, had a few girls with a couple threes. So it was a really efficient game for us on the offensive end
2: and then uh, it, w- it was against Riceville on Friday night. Uh, you-, you never want to talk about this type of game, but uh, you end up losing this one 49-12. Uh, can you walk me through this one?
11: Well, first of all, I hope it's an anomaly.
2: <laughs> I hope
11: that it uh, doesn't become a theme for us, especially down the stretch here. Uh, no, no, we have five guaranteed games left for regular season and then one postseason for sure. Um, but, uh Riceville is a very good basketball team. Came ready to play. Really shot it well early in the ball game, um, and uh, I think the halftime score was thirty to three. And we just could not. You know, it's, it's interesting. We could not find a bucket. Um, we had six points from the free throw line, and we hit two threes in the second half. And after coaching for some, you know, a few years now. Um, I've never seen something like that happen. It was very interesting. Triple or sorry, not triple. Um, Riceville came out, shot it really well, hit a bunch of threes. I'm not even sure what the what the total was, um, but we just couldn't put the ball in the bucket. Uh, we didn't make one layup. We didn't hit one shot inside the three point line, and you know, I- I've never seen anything like that happen. But that's what happened tonight, and uh, the only thing to do is to, to move forward.
2: Yeah, exactly. So uh, you'll get a chance to do that next week. But um, on that note, obviously, you guys have had a great season up to this point. Um, the first time against Riceville, yeah, you lost, but it wasn't quite like that. Um, how do you, I guess? How do you go about you know making sure that you don't let that this doesn't get to the girls' heads that you know they're able to hopefully just just flush that by because I mean that's I, I'm sure that can be. Uh, pretty deflating to, you know, lose a game like that, right?
11: Right, absolutely. Um, our girls' heads are in the right spot. Obviously, we, we spend a lot of time on culture and understanding the big picture, and and uh, I think our girls do. I know they do. Uh, we had a conversation after the game and let the girls know how much uh, we invest in them and how much they invest in the program and, and that... Uh, you know, we, we'd like to think that it's just a just an outlier and, um, you know, we've had some really nice games. We've had some tough games, but we, you know, we, we kind of went through this last year with East Cannon a little bit. Um, they put a beat down on us, and um, but we recovered and played some really good games afterwards and I think that's what's going to happen. I think these girls are really invested and they're excited about the postseason run and where we could be so we've got uh the weekend off and then we'll come back monday tuesday so we like you said we we flushed it and we're getting ready to move on
2: i'll resume my conversation with clarksville girls basketball coach ross timmermans next on the brothers market coaches
4: show Butler Bremer Communications cheers on the Clarksville basketball and the NBC wrestling teams this winter. Good luck in the tournament, Indians, and there's no luck needed in having dependable super-fast internet when you hook up with Butler Bremer Communications. If you live in Clarksville or surrounding communities, call their office in Plainfield and have more internet speed for your money. They also provide regular telephone as well as high-def cable TV. Contact Butler Bremer today, 319-276-4458. Butler Bremer Communications, bringing the world to Clarksville.
6: Northern Iowa men's basketball play-by-play along with the Panther Point of View show on Thursday nights Brought to you in part by Ackley Vet Center of Ackley Hanson and Sons Tire of Clarion, Kanawa and Hampton And by Mort's Water Company of Latimer U and I basketball is this Saturday. We will have the broadcast since the North Iowa Cedar League wrestling tournament was canceled. The Panthers are at Indiana State. Twelve thirty pregame. One o'clock is tip off. Tune in the Panthers against the Sycamores Saturday afternoon. Right here on KQCR.
2: If you find yourself wondering, but do I really need life insurance? The short answer is yes. The long answer is a bit more personal and might include things like student loan debt, car payments, mortgage payments, funeral expenses, and even tuition. No matter what stage of life you're in or what expenses you might leave behind, having life insurance in place to protect your family is a smart move. Contact Farm Bureau agent Dave Eberline in Clarksville to learn more today. It's your future. Let's protect it. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company. And I now resume my conversation with Clarksville girls basketball coach Ross Timmermans on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Big picture here, uh, just just taking a look at your schedule. You had a you had a three game skid earlier here in January, but since then, you know, aside from tonight, it was a. Five game win streak. I'm uh, just looking at some of those games. You guys looks like you're you've been sh- you know shooting the ball pretty well. You know pretty balanced uh, scoring output from uh, th- from throughout your lineup. Uh, big picture here, I guess. Uh, what, what aside from this Riceville game, uh, what's been going right for your team here throughout this month of January? As you know, before you know it, the the postseason right around the corner here.
11: Right, yeah, postseason uh, regionals and brackets and everything. I think that's going to come out early this next week and. Um, we'll see if we've got a home game or not or you know what's going to happen but I think that um, before Christmas we we were on a roll we we had everybody healthy and then after Christmas right after Christmas we had injuries illnesses girls out girls missed for multiple different reasons and um, and then recently we finally started getting everybody back healthy and uh, back in rotation and working girls back in and um, and I think tonight just kind of caught us off guard. Um, Riceville is a very good basketball team. Uh, they're ranked in the top 15 for a reason. They're long. They shoot it well. They're solid. They're strong. They're fast. So they're going to make a run, and, and, and you know, we're, we're happy for them. We're happy to see our star. We know they're going to be uh, a team to contend with, whoever faces them. Um, but I also think that our team is a – is the type of team that's built to make a run. We're we're pretty deep. We shoot it well, guard oriented, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, what this team can do down the stretch here.
2: Yeah, well, and on that note, uh, here you are at 12-5 and five with the brackets coming out here next week. Um, and, you know, your team has put itself in a position throughout the season, um, you know, based on your entire body of work that, you know, you could definitely be looking at, um, you know, maybe even a, a two seed. Um, you're not in contention in, for a one since you're not in the top uh, eight. But, you know, you're definitely maybe in contention for uh, a pretty high seed and um, being able to have uh, a few home games here in the playoffs, right?
11: I'd like to think so, um, at least a, a, a first-round home game. And then if we go on the road, we go on the road, which I kind of expect. I, I, I'd like to think that first-round home on the road and then neutral, neutral, depending on what happens. So, um, you know, you just never know what the state's thinking, where they're going to put you. we've seen uh, predictions by Jeff Linder from the Gazette You know, he's got he's got eight teams from the extreme northeast part, including us, and then eight teams from the extreme northwest part and and, uh, meeting somewhere in the middle and traveling halfway across the state to to compete. So it's anybody's guess at this point, but, you know, you work all year long to try and get at least one home game and, and see what where, you know, where it takes it from there.
2: All right, and when it comes to the uh, upcoming schedule here, uh you got North Tama here at home on uh, this coming Monday followed by a trip to Janesville, So, uh back to back there and then uh then it looks like a Saturday game with East Buchanan before you take on St. Ansgar in the regular season finale. That said, uh what's what's the outlook for this uh, upcoming week for your team and what's in store and and uh, what you're going to be facing here this week?
11: Yeah, based on tonight, you know, we're taking a couple days off and we'll come back refreshed and ready to go on Monday and and we'll go Monday, like you said, at home. So that's a good one. Um, and then we're on the road not too far at Jamesville. And, um, you know, they always have a good game plan against us. So we got to be ready to go. And and then on the road at East Buck. And, uh, you know, they've given us some trouble. They've played a really tough conference. They're a good basketball team. And, uh, you know, they're playing up a class this year. So they're a 2 A squad. And we'll be... We'll be ready for them. We know what they're going to bring to the table, and and then finish with St. Andrew. So um, it's gonna the last two games, non conference games. You know, conference is done. We've wrapped up second place, and uh, we're we're thinking postseason now. So um, <clears throat> those last two games of the season are really going to prepare us for the road and, and to see what uh, you know, see, see how we respond to some really good competition.
2: You bet, and uh, before we wrap up tonight, I guess I'll just give you a chance to uh, recognize uh, some of your players that uh, you maybe want to shout out that have uh, been uh, impactful for your team over these uh, last couple weeks. I'm sure it's kind of your, your typical, but uh, but uh, anyone really you know stood out here these past couple weeks for your team?
11: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I'll have to say all three seniors. Uh, Jenna Myers was just recently selected to the Larry Niemeyer All-Star Game in April at Kirkwood College. So that's a nice recognition for her and the work that she's put in and and um she's been a big, you know, key factor for us recently and and then Kaylin Hardy who's put up first team all conference numbers for us and and Rachel Borchart as a senior. She's come a long ways and really started to play some good basketball here towards the end of the season and and um we've had a few freshmen step up and um a lot of girls that have really gonna done a really good job for us handling pressure uh running our offense and stepping it up on the defensive end so i'm really excited to see what this team has to store down down the stretch here
2: all right coach uh, any final thoughts you want to share about your program before we wrap up here tonight
11: just looking forward to the postseason
2: all right that's uh, clarksville head coach ross timmermans appreciate the time coach and uh best luck here in the uh, stretch run of the season
6: all right. Thanks
2: a lot. One final Thank time you. out here on the Brothers Market Coaches is- Show.
6: Get great deals on groceries this week and every week in Parkersburg and Grundy Center at Brothers Market locations. This week, they have Cosmic Crisp Apples, $1.49 a pound. At Brothers Markets, you'll find Kellogg's Family Size Cereal, $3.99 a box. Also, Farmland Bacon, $3.99. Doritos, two bags for $6. And don't miss out on Nabisco Snack Crackers for just $3.49. Many other specials around the store. Clean, brightly lit aisles. Great selection. And open seven days a week. That's bright Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center, where they treat you like family.
2: That's just about it for this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Thanks to all of our area girls basketball coaches for joining us today. If you missed any of today's program, you can find it on demand at RadioOnTheGo.com. We were scheduled to broadcast NICL Wrestling today, which was originally going to start here in just a few minutes with our coverage. But, unfortunately, due to the snow and wind in the weather forecast, that has been canceled and will not be made up. So we'll get back to music. And coming up at 1230, it'll be Northern Iowa at Indiana State pregame with a 1 o'clock tip-off here on 98.9 KQCR. Our next local sports broadcast is coming up on Tuesday night when the Dyke New Hartford wrestling team is in the regional duels over at West Delaware. Coverage that night starts at 5.50 p.m. Once again, thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm John Moenkel, reporting for Radio On The Go Sports.
6: You've been listening to the Brothers Market Coach's Corner. Now checked out for this Saturday. If you missed today's program, listen to the podcast under the sports tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. Tune in again next Saturday at 10 a.m. as we bag up another order from our area coaches on the Brothers Market Coaches Corner on 98.9 KQCR Parkersburg. And remember, for groceries this weekend, shop Brothers Market, Parkersburg, and Grundy Center, and make sure to download their free mobile app for exclusive specials. Brothers Market, where they treat you like family.